Welcome to Conversations with Healers, a podcast and video interview series that features intimate, soulful, and cozy conversations with self-healers and healers. Healer to healer, we dive into all aspects of self-healing and healing and being and becoming a healer. I am Damla Aktekin. I am a healer and the host of this podcast, and I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. If you are new to this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe so that you can be aware of new episodes. I also invite you to visit adropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com, where I share a lot of free resources for self-healing and healing, and you can take a free quiz to find out what your energetic wounds are and how they may show up in your life. Discovering what your wounds are is the first step in healing them. I hope you enjoy this episode. There is one more thing I would like to share with you before you listen to this episode. I created a wonderful container to help you heal your energetic wounds and activate the infinite light and potential of your inner children. It is a crystal energy healing membership called Chakra Bliss Vault. Every month you will receive three new crystal healing sessions. Plus, you'll immediately have access to my entire energy healing recording library when you sign up. The membership is really affordable and will continue to be so. You can find out more about it at adropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com. I invite you to make healing your energetic wounds and connecting with your inner children a priority and invest in your well-being by becoming a Chakra Bliss Vault member. Hello everyone, this is Damla Aktekin with A Drop of Own and I have here with me Brian Barnaman. Brian, hi and welcome. To hi Damla, <laughs> thank you so much for, for inviting me and a pleasure to be here with you. Yes, so happy to have you. So Brian is a conscious living expert, holistic coach and practitioner. He is a somatic healer, family constellation facilitator, speaker, co-founder of Conscious Action and You Being You. And he blends ancient wisdom and modern science to help you live a more healthy, balanced and meaningful life. Um, All of those are I mean, some of those are really big interests of mine, but all of those speak to me. So thank you again for being here, Brian. What I want to ask you is um, your story of what brought you here to being who you are and doing what you do in this particular way. Yeah, thank you for that. I I actually, I have been super fortunate uh, in this lifetime to be born in the family that I was born into that my parents when i was my first few years of my life my parents started to be interested in their own path and their own healing journey and spiritual you know endeavors and through that little by little 
by the time that I was in the first few years of my teenage uh, stage that they started to introduce some of those things into our you know family dinners and different things like that and little by little they invited me and my siblings if we wanted to go to to those classes to those gatherings with them and for some reason I said yes uh, my siblings didn't but for some reason I was like I was really interested and by the time that I was you know 15 16 17 those years I explored so much I was just you know I, I went to this Tibetan yoga class which is a style of yoga that not that many people know and I felt for the first time in my life how my body felt like I I thought that I knew how to feel but I didn't uh I was I realized that I was super disconnected so I started to feel that and and then I started to explore some Reiki healings and sound healing and different modalities and I was like each time everything that I was exploring I was like oh wow I'm resonating so much with this I'm resonating so much with that and suddenly I started to also notice more and more the transformations in my life not only when I was doing that but also in my everyday life so I just kept on exploring all of this for for myself until well <laughs> moving forward many years and suddenly I am sharing this <laughs> yes oh that's beautiful what I'm hearing you say is um I feel most of us healers including me we we hit a wall for us to change direction and move mm. move towards something what I'm hearing is you were you were um or your life was designed in this lifetime in a way that you would be pull towards things instead of like being pushed into the ditch <laughs> and like yes. now, now figure it out do you still feel that way do you still feel that's how how it unfolds for you yes you know it's it, it was really interesting what, what you said because uh you know a lot of times I felt like my life my life has been amazing and a lot of times I felt that and I felt like, ah, oh, most people that get into this path, they get into it because of what you said, they hit like a challenge or rock bottom or, or something that they need to face. And suddenly it's like, okay, redirecting. Um, I felt like when I was, when I was in those years, when I started to explore all of this, I felt like there was something more to life that I didn't know what it was. And I found it in all of this. Yet I remember some some years ago perhaps like 10 years ago or so that I was talking to my mom and I uh, you know I was telling her like I don't feel like people can you know really resonate with me because I didn't go through challenges and she was like well you actually went through a lot of challenges you just dealt with them in a way that most people don't therefore you didn't really experience them as such a difficulty but the challenge was there <laughs> You just had the tools to navigate through them. And I actually like she started naming, you know, like a few things that happened with um death in the family or with um different stages that I was, you know, living in one place and suddenly from one day to the next my visa didn't get renewed. So I need to leave everything, you know, like living, work, like place, everything that I was my life and starting over again. 
um, and you know realizing like ah oh, I was able to deal with that but majority of people that would be one of those in your face challenges that asks you to look differently yeah I think that's a good reminder that there is no one path and it seems it needed to happen a certain way for you as it did for me <laughs> and all of us so um you you have named one of your initiatives um is called conscious action and i know you do a lot of workshops and events related to that and, and healing in there um what is conscious living for you what what do you mean by that mm. Thank you. You know, it's it's always interesting because I think for a lot of people it means something slightly different. Um, for me, conscious living is all about being present, being connected, and being intentional with the way that that we are living from all aspects of our life. You know, with understanding we are living at this moment in this <laughs> space. You know, in this um, earth in this dimension with the systems that are in place so we need to navigate through them in the best way that we can so for me the like conscious living is all about the inner experience and the outer experience and how they are actually connected and how we can behave in a way that takes into account both our inner experience others and our environment so that we can live more in harmony and balance. Mm. And um, I think two words jump at me. You're mentioning um, you're mentioning connection a lot, and you're mentioning awareness in there. So, and it was interesting. You were kind enough to give me your astrology details. I don't know if you're into astrology or not. <laughs> My mom is an astrologer. Okay, so okay. <laughs> I am too. I, I like to say I'm in training. It's like a lifetime of training. Um, and you and I have something in common. We have our Chiron as the driving planet. My Chiron is like down here. Yours is like right at the root and everything else is up there. <laughs> so it's like you were pulled into your body or you were mm. called into your body. And it sounds to me like... um. For me, it was discovering yoga during my corporate job, um, which happened like in my mid-20s. And it sounds like for you, it happened earlier on coming into the body, which brings me to um, which then that coming into the body becomes a healing um, practice, not only for you, but others around you. Um, I know you work with somatic practices, somatic healing um what do you see the body as what is the body for you I know I have my my answer to that but <laughs> I'm curious <laughs> but yeah, well for, for me the, the body is the vehicle that we have in this lifetime to to explore our life you know uh as I, I believe you know like we are spirits or soul or, or our consciousness however we want to talk about it it's coming here using this vehicle to be able to experience experience and the the idea for me that there is so much power so much wisdom so much that we can do with our bodies it allows us to do so much 
yet I know from my earlier experiences in life, plus what I see with so many, we don't use this vehicle to its, to its potential. You know, people who walk around and they live in their body suits, but they don't understand mostly how they can use it. Most of us, you know, we just live in, in our heads, which is part of our body. It's part of it. It's not all of it. <laughs> and I know as I was super disconnected to what was happening from the neck down, that once I was able to reconnect, once I was able to actually enjoy the beauty of my body, that I was able to to expand my my awareness and my sense of connection. It is a way that allowed me to to be rooted and as well to be grounded whilst exploring the expansiveness and the openness of life. So it's a, it's a, I think it's a wonderful um, vehicle that we have to, to explore life. And, and there's, you know, when, when I'm working with somatic healing, it's about an understanding of how we can use our body and how our body tells us things. Our body is signaling us all the time things that if we don't look at it, it starts to knock on, you know, the door a little bit stronger and stronger and stronger until it actually comes completely out of balance and out of alignment into a disease or a sickness or something manifested in the physical. And it's about understanding like, ah, your body was actually telling you little by little, there's something off, there's something off. But we need to reconnect with our body to understand how it speaks to us so that we can actually engage with it in a loving way so that we understand that, ah, okay, like if I eat that, that that's not good for me. That doesn't feel good. <laughs> or if I do a certain thing or if I think in a specific way, my body is going to react in a certain way that isn't conducive for me to stay well. So understanding the little nudges on how our body speaks that for many that's you know how they talk about intuition that is the way that we can use this amazing vehicle that we have to to explore life mm, i like that i like the word vehicle um i'm also seeing again parallels to my story where for me it was discovering that i wasn't just the mind and the head going into yoga and then later on discovering it wasn't even just that um, through motherhood coming into the healing practices of a vibrational nature of mantra, of crystal healing, tapping, sound healing, and um, seeing things even deeper than that. And um, what I'm hearing you say is, so the body is here, why don't we make it connection with it so it's it seems to me that the somatic um practices are there for us to facilitate mm -hmm. that and my way of looking at it is um i see the realm of the body as our soil as the place where the Ina goddess inanna travels down into the psyche and then i also see it as the the night sky where the inner children live where our potentials live, not just our wounding, but all the quantum potentials we haven't yet realized live. Um, but I love the idea of the vehicle as well, not to minimize or say, you know, just the body is just the vehicle. 
but like it is a vehicle isn't that <laughs> isn't yeah, and, that and, wonderful you know, and amazing as well as well one of the, the interesting things with, with our body that it really supported my understanding of interconnectedness is that our bodies they are not you know one thing they not only keep on changing all of the time our cells keep on regenerating and you know every seven years i think that the latest science is that every seven years almost all of our cells on the body are new but also like inside of us and we can you know see this much more with our gut that there's been a lot of research on that but our entire body is made up of our own cells bacteria viruses like all these different like microscopic beings that are living together to co-create what we use as our body and there's so much intelligence that most of us we're not thinking you know during the day like okay right arm move up heart <laughs> like beat pump some blood you know like we're not telling our our brain okay now send an electrical like impulse towards that pathway or telling our like god okay now create the gastric juices and do this like it works so well so amazing but it's also a community and it shows us it shows us how we are part of a whole like yes it seems that we are just one but we are made up of a lot more than just one thing and that for me supported so much my understanding okay if internally in my own body i am part of this community then how can i see that externally that you know we are we are part of all of this all together we, there's a uniqueness there's something that makes us our like a, a unique being and at the same time we are part of the collective mm, i like that a lot body as a community and as a, a reminder of the community connection that we have around us which brings me to um another aspect of your work which is another type of connection i would say family constellations and I've had a chance to experience them both in person and online. Um, I'd love to find out um, how you see them, what you see the benefit of them as, um, and one of the ways that they're defined is they're, they're used to reveal and heal unrecognized family dynamics and trauma. So, um, what 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 are they for you and how do you see them healing people and actually even before that like what are they <laughs> to begin with <laughs> yeah thank you for that you know I, I i love family constellations i think it's one of the uh, uh, the tools that i have for myself uh, for my own path and um, family constellations has been huge because it showed me it was another way of exploring energy healing um but from a perspective that i wasn't thinking about before that moment you know every time that i worked on uh, energy healing up until that moment it was more of okay my energy field my physical body like all of my my bodies but not an understanding of what came before and all of the entanglements that we have energetically so in family constellations or sometimes it's called systemic constellations 
what we explored is the energetic entanglement that there is of what came before. So let's say that someone in our family, even if that was six generations ago, went through something and they weren't able to process it, then until that gets processed, that keeps on repeating. Someone in the family is going to pick that energy up unconsciously and it's going to play it out. So, um, you know, I, I see a lot, there was, for example, someone that was um, an alcoholic or, a, you know, like um, an addict. And for some reason, like the family didn't approve of that. So they were excluded from the family. Now there's an energy that is hanging around the family that is looking for that to be included. Therefore, someone in the family is going to behave in a way that is congruent to that, to try to bring that energy into the sphere of the family. Therefore, someone in the family is going to potentially have addiction issues. And it's not about their own childhood trauma. It's actually about something that happened potentially generations ago. As well, this can be from in my experience from past lives or from things that are not just our family, but our system. As an example, for those that are part of a certain culture that uh, through either colonization or through some wars, they went through like a big cultural trauma and perhaps your specific family didn't, you still can carry that. So there's a lot of things that we can unravel of what is blocking us in our current state in our lives through the lens of family constellations and you know I, i've i've done this for myself but also like through the years working like working on physical issues working with financial blockages work blockages relationships uh, you know like anything can be worked through this lens and it's it's just another beautiful way of, of working energetically to create a shift by recognizing that there are things that happened before us or even things from our own childhood that we might not know, but that energy, as I like to say, like the energy is having a hold on us, but as well unconsciously, we are choosing to hold on to that energy. Mm. And through a, a, a family constellation, movement or a session as that gets recognized that can be healed and we can choose how we want to live our lives how we want to rewrite the script of our future and how we can actually heal not only our past but our entire system so when we heal that we heal it for everyone like everyone that came and everyone that comes after so, you know, I, I, I love it. It's such a beautiful like practice and tool. And, and the way that I experience it, like it's fabulous. And for me as a practitioner, one of the things is that because of doing a lot of somatic practices, it's so easy for me to actually be, because in, in those sessions we use uh, representatives of, of the different energies or the different people. And 
when I'm doing that, it's so easy because, you know, I can just feel it and it's like, ah, okay, it's, you know, it's, it's this person or this is the feeling or this is what's happening. And then that can be included, brought into the light and then healed. Yeah. Um, a few things comes comes to mind. I think when we, when we say like ancestral wounding and trauma, um, I think like for me, for instance, like my family has had um, multi-generational migration, forced migration, like, and I migrated from Turkey to the US and um, just even that is a huge thing. But I feel like I, I live in the US now, like anyone living here, their ancestor has been through migration <laughs> and war and famine and who knows what, what not. They feared for their safety. As well as my understanding is, uh, like you were saying, all of those unspoken truths in the family, like if there's a uh, a family member who was um, discluded, not included in the family, or there was a loss in the family that's not talked about, all of those things continue to live around us. Um, yeah. And my experience with the family constellation in person is um, you as the receiver, are at the center or you're watching and then the facilitator starts to pick uh, intuitively people there's a group of people in a circle and then the facilitator starts to pick um, like this is going to be your mom this is going to be your dad this is going to be your child this will be your grandmother and their grandmother and their grandmother or like however it comes up and like magically, all of those people that the facilitator calls upon, they start to take on the characteristics of the um, ancestors. Mm -hmm. And then they first play out the dysfunctional dynamic for you to see, which is quite interesting to be able to see that in person, like played out in a theatrical scene. Um, and then... Um, very gently the facilitator then says okay but maybe you, you can sit here maybe you can do this and do that and I know there are a lot of um, rules and like guidelines around that um, one of which I love is uh, from my knowledge of familiar constellations there's this flow of energy from the elder to the younger can you can you talk about mm. that a little bit yeah so there is um, from a family constellations perspective, there is an order of energy. This doesn't mean that some someone or something is better than the other. It's just the order. And when the we allow that order, one of the orders, which is the one that you said, you know, like my parents came before me. So the order is that energy flows from them towards me. That doesn't mean that there's no actual flow from me to them, but from an order perspective, they came before me. And I need to recognize that they, as their parents before them, they are the ones that are receiving that life force from their parents, from those that came before. So I see it a lot of times as, you know, like if we imagine that family tree behind us, as if that comes towards us. When we allow that order to take place, things in our life start to actually <laughs> come to more balance because when there's an imbalance, which a lot of people have this imbalance, um, that of that order, because whatever life circumstances happen, some people need to parent their parents 
or you know there's a parent that was absent therefore this person need to take certain responsibilities unconsciously energetically that order needs to be restored to understand that our parents came before us therefore energetically they are in a sense bigger or their energy flows towards us and if that flow isn't happening then there's blockages in our lives and that doesn't mean a lot of times i, I see this so there like i had a lot of times uh not only just with with this but with other things you know someone that was abused like i had a lot of a lot of clients that have been abused whether that was physically verbally emotionally they especially when it was with parents you know it during the healing the recognition that they need to heal that relationship that doesn't mean that they need to heal the actual relationship what they are healing is the link between them the energetic link so when someone is in a sense trying to heal that or forgiving that that's for themselves and for the energy flow not for allowing you know someone in their, in, in, in their presence that makes them unsafe that's not so much on a physical plane that needs to take place it's an energetic healing but it's so important to understand you know when we can see that there's so much then in our lives that starts flowing because you know as i i had an example of of one of my clients that she she wanted to to work on you know on her on her business her business wasn't flowing she wasn't getting enough clients and when we started working during the family constellation session it came that she was abused i didn't know that and you know she was like and why is this relevant well I was like, well that's just what the field is showing at this moment so we actually healed that during that session and after that we didn't do anything about her business and suddenly her business started to blossom and it was just like an understanding on how certain energies in our lives might not seem relevant but they are so important for everything else to come into balance and into order so you know it's it's hard sometimes for the mind to comprehend especially if we didn't have a good childhood or you know our parents were really awful to us and so my invitation always to everyone is to not think so much of the person but of the essence of that being that that is what they are trying to heal that energy flow that comes from them you know i'm just alive here not just alive but i'm alive because of my parents so whatever my parents did based on whatever it is that came before them that was also playing they were playing out certain behaviors um i and you know when i can be grateful for the fact that because of them and everyone else that came before me i'm alive then i open the gates of the you know of the waters to actually flow through mm, i like that water analogy because the way i'm seeing the image of this is like a tree the tree getting the water from the roots and then reaching it up upwards and like the older parts of the tree are feeding the younger parts of the tree 
um, which is something that I say to my daughter often. Um, like she, she said a couple of days ago, she said like, um, like what, what can I do for you or something like that? And I said, no, 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 you you don't have any responsibility towards us, but you have a responsibility to yourself and the generations after you. Mm-hmm. Um, and Although what, what, one thing, if I can interrupt of course. One second, is that the, there's something in there that yes, yes, that's true. Also, we can take responsibility for our own work and heal what came before as well, including energies for our parents. So a lot of times, every time that my parents have done a family constellation session, I'm so grateful for them. And I know that every time that I do one, that they are grateful because like we are all part of the same system. So as we heal something, we heal it both forward and back. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, and I think the way I look at it is like, she doesn't have a responsibility in my view to nourish me, mm. but if she nourishes herself, that's going to benefit me anyways. Yes. Um, and in that way, I think whether a person chooses to have a child or not, like, like your business is an outflow of you. So I can see how whatever is happening in the trunk <laughs> And in the other branches would be affecting that. Um, which brings me to this phrase that I learned from the constellations that I experienced, um, which is I honor that which guides you, which comes back to what you're talking about. Like we don't, we're not trying to change the person who harmed us or wh- whose energies <laughs> don't flow great with us. We honor that which guides them and as well as honoring that which guides us, which is our soul and mm-hmm. approaching the relationship from that perspective of, um, okay, w- what would feel more in flow here? Um, and what can I release when I say, like you did what your soul and your then evolution and your wisdom guided you to do. That's what you mm-hmm. could do. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit yeah. of, yeah. yeah there's, there's something from from that that i i actually love this from family constellations i i hadn't heard this before i started uh, being part of of this of this world of family constellation which is that everything that is excluded comes back and what we need to do is include people behaviors everything you know what you're saying what what guides us now, one of the key things that I learned in Family Constellations that changed my perspective was that I don't want to get rid of anything, even what I think that it's negative behaviors or a negative energies or bad energies. I want to include everything with love and gratitude in my heart, embrace everything, allow everything that someone else hasn't been able to process that is part of my field to process all of it with love and compassion and choosing not to hold on to it. But it's a different approach than trying to get rid of something. You know, it's like, if I try to get rid of something, that energy will come back into the system in some other way. Whereas if I can include it and lovingly allow it to be, you know, like released or returned, but processed, then that is not coming back any longer. 
And for me, that was such a huge difference on the way that I was approaching my life. You know, it's like, ah, oh, I, I don't like this. I'm going to, you know, get rid of that. It's like, no, I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to bring it into my heart, embrace it, and lovingly return it. <laughs> yes, lovingly saying no. I like that. Um, I want to go to your community work because um actually before i do that there's one one other thing you mentioned on your website and reference which i loved i grew up in turkey and there's this show on netflix called another self that actually um follows these group of women who move through family constellations and it explains it and and shows it quite well so i'm going to include that in the notes as well as yes. a resource for so people. good yeah um community work what happens in a circle why do we get in a circle and why is that magical mm. you know I, I i love individual work <laughs> and i love community work it's the the power the power of the group you know it's it's magical when we come together things can get amplified so much now we can also go the other way <laughs> but when there's intention when there's a coming together when there's an opening we can amplify so much the energy things can go like so much faster or powerful or you know intense um we get to share we get to interact we get to to do the things that we can't do by ourselves you know there, there's there's a place that the individual work um gets to a limit because it's not in relationship with others there's no dynamics we cannot see dynamics unfolding therefore there's no way of knowing if we have a certain blockage or a certain perspective or a certain way that when we get together we're able to to explore that and you know there's we, we are we live in relationship whether that is within ourselves outside ourselves so when we come together, uh, it it actually not only can heal us, it can heal everyone and has such a more powerful ripple effect that goes outwardly because, you know, if if we come as a community in a circle and we heal, we all go back to our own houses and that now it touches everyone that is living there and then that continues and that continues and yes when we do that individual work we are really doing that but it's kind of like supercharging it and making it faster mm, yeah it's interesting because something close in my experience something close to family constellation starts to happen like um, I, I do crystal healing, group healings in person. And it's like, as the people are setting their intentions, it's like each intention is set for the entire group. And um, I usually take them through a journey of uh, a guided meditation. And they end up at the end when they're sharing, like a lot of people have similar symbols, like they all see a key they all see a heart, they all see a crystal. I mean, not all of them, but a, mm -hmm. a good majority of them. Um, like things like that, or they might, uh, someone will get, might get tingles and the other person does too, or they feel cold or warm or whatever. So um, 
it seems like as people are sitting there, we're already like embodying each other's certain parts, <laughs> which <laughs> yes, I've also well, seen. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that, uh, that's, you know, we, we start to influence each other and be part of not influence in a you know negative way in, in a way that our energy fields start to to interact like whether like when we come in person it's easy to to experience that as you're saying because we start to have shared experiences we can do that you know as as now you're on on the other side of the world and we can do that there's no there's no um, space-time barriers it's easier to see when we come together and as you're saying like that realization then it's like oh wow like you also saw this or you also experienced this it for a lot of people it can validate their own experience and sometimes you know depending on the stage of our healing path where and journey that we are we might need some validation from others so it's nice to be able to be part of those groups and be like, ah, yes, I also saw that. <laughs> yes, definitely. And I've had um, two separate experiences. One of them is uh, like, I mean, an astrology training group and a similar thing happens. And then I, um, I went with a group of women to Egypt this past year in December, which was fabulous. And and yes, there was a supportive element. And then at certain times, like, um, they would make a comment and I'm like, oh, that's my mom speaking <laughs> or that's my aunt speaking. They would be like, don't wear that hat or wear that hat or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's, there is, there it is. Like my family is still with me, around me. Um, and then of course that becomes an invitation to react differently in that moment. Yes, I I often say, you know, when we are doing healing work and we become more and more aware, one of the possibilities is that we can move from reacting to responding. Because the reacting is all unconscious. It, it, you know, all of these energies and all of our learned behavior and conditioning and programming takes us to that reaction. When we're able to heal, when we're able to create an opening, we're able to become much more aware unconscious we're going to start to respond to life appropriately the the action might be the same where it's coming from it's a very different place mm -hmm. um i would love to know as a healer as a spiritual person what are you learning right now what is inspiring you this moment and what's next for you mm beautiful question um at the moment i am exploring a couple of different things one is i've been working and connecting a lot with the quantum realm uh and to be and to connect with the energetic blueprint of the cells in my body so that i can connect to their original blueprint um also as i'm doing that i, I am working with my telomeres so I'm expanding and lengthening my telomeres so that they actually um, can support my body becoming younger and younger as I grow older. Um, and the other thing at the moment is exploring as well what's going on in relationship. So those 
are the the main things at the moment that you know I, I keep on doing everything else and I keep on exploring those are at the moment the ones that are uh, at the top I see um and where do you think that's like what's next with with them or with something else where do you think they're taking you to well yeah just like with everything else they are taking me to to the next version of of myself uh to greater understandings um as i keep on exploring all of these different healing modalities and different practices i keep on understanding that I have been the one, you know, limiting myself in my full potential, uh, you know, and I, I practice a lot and I really connect with, with the Tibetan Buddhist teachings. And with those teachings, I, I have learned that to reach enlightenment or realization, I just need to remove all of the layers that are preventing me from seeing the truth of who I already am. And these practices are allowing me to explore that that which it is who I am is much more than what I thought that it was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that, you know, it can be in so many different ways and it can be in ways that I didn't even know as I keep on experiencing layer after layer, something new comes up, a new way of seeing things, a new way of experiencing life, a new way of understanding what's possible both for mind body and spirit so it's just a, a, an, an expansion and then i see that you know in, in my everyday life with my work and and my relationships and the people that i connect with and it's just beautiful how things keep on unfolding mm, i like that um and i see i feel like from our conversation the common thread i see in your work is this this connection element like connection with yourself with the body and through the body to the quantum connection with the community and the community of the body and then connection with the ancestors with the family constellation which is beautiful to have that common thread um how can people find out more about uh, your work brian well thank you so much um if people resonate with anything that i'm saying they can find me through my name brian Burneman, brianburneman.com or on social media or through my projects or businesses conscious action um, conscious action inset as new zealand or youbingyou.org okay and then you were very generously uh, you are offering a free family constellation session and this would be an online session and I'm going to include the details of how to go about getting that but how would that work in an online setting just very briefly for our yes. listeners so I, I do this a lot I work one-on-one -on -one. so for the ones that are that just know family constellations from a group perspective um, and in a one-on-one -on -one session, I would be working over, you know, remotely on my computer and I use different representatives. I use different objects to represent the energies and I, as a facilitator, represent all of those energies. And it's basically then the same dynamic. So the other person, the client is on the other side of the, the, the computer and I will ask them to engage in the ways that come up in the moment 
and that's you know it's it's super easy and i love it and i love the fact that you know i can work with anyone anywhere around the world and it's still you know the energy travels anyways <laughs> energy goes and that's and i experienced that with a different practitioner the online family it can be quite powerful so definitely we'll we'll include that there um, thank you so much for this. This was a lovely conversation. I appreciate who you are and what you do in the world. Thank you. Thank you, Damla, so much for as well this time, uh, this conversation, and you know for the work that that you're doing as well to to share all of this information and to to give a platform as well for having these conversations and hopefully you know. If anyone resonates with something of this, then something can be awakened and moving them into a direction that supports their own well-being and their own path. That's the that's the intention. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Conversations with Healers. If this episode spoke to you in any way, please leave a review or comment, like or love it, and share it with others in your life. This is a true soul love project from my heart to yours. I really appreciate your help in spreading the word. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and check out other episodes to listen to some extraordinary healing stories and advice. Have a beautiful and wonderful day.